to another episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. Man, I'll let you introduce yourself because I think, you know, who knows yeah, you better yeah. than you. Well, thanks, man. Uh, it's, it's really nice to be here. My name is uh, Luis Moreno. I operate Mobar and Company. We're a mobile bartending and espresso bar service for private events uh, pretty much in anywhere. Uh, we've gone as far as Vegas, L.A., so, so yeah, mobile stuff. Yeah, yeah. No way, man. Like, so, so and then when I first had heard about you you guys were doing coffee yeah yeah so the the coffee came on about two and a half years ago which is actually when i started mobar uh prior to that we were just doing bartending for about five years um and and, and there's a big market in bartending right bartending yeah for sure i mean i I constantly hear of new and and you know older veterans doing doing pretty much bartending for for parties so if you Mm -hmm. have a quinceanera wedding or anything you're gonna hire a service tell me about it man i hired yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just got married. You I did, got, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah just got married. Thanks, man. Uh, well, I mean, it's nuts. You do hire people, you for, know, because yeah. otherwise you can't run it for, yourself, right? Yeah, for events. Um, events takes a, it's, it's a whole crew. So pricing wise, um, I'm I'm pretty good. I think one of my my like now superpowers is definitely if you tell me you're having an event, you tell me your guest count, your, you know, what drinks you want. I can kind of. Like without writing anything down, just like oh, you're gonna need this, you're gonna need this, you're gonna need uh-huh. that. Down to the Do you have this? Yeah, down yeah. to everything, everything yeah. completely. So, so that's that's pretty. It's you know overall Do you factoring like oh, is it Mexicans that are gonna be there? Cause yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, honestly, they drink like yeah, double. Kind of. yeah, uh, yeah, if yeah. if I know that it's a quinceanera, I, oh, yeah. I kind of charge a little more. You got it. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Because well, for one, they drink a lot more, and yeah. two, they're like they're like well, you know, there's like gonna be like sixty people. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, what's the venue? And they tell me the venue. And I'm like, uh-huh. that venue holds like 300 people. And they're oh, like, oh yeah, well, you know, there's gonna be like more, like 300, but only like 60 will drink. And I'm like, no, okay, no. come on, yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, no. So they try to be sneaky. So if I know it's, I know if I know it's a Mexican party, um, I kind of, I always try to make a, a little more research. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bump up the cost. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, but, no, it makes sense. You got to be prepared, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, five years in, you, I really do. I, I kind of know when, like, a, a client is being, you know, holding some information back or, yeah. or kind of what they want, but they don't really know that's what they want. So, yeah, overall, if, if you're looking for any kind of service, a little more than just somebody to show up and, like, mix, you know, mm-hmm. tequila and margarita mix, uh-huh. that, that's kind of what we do. We, we really encourage, you know, we lean into the theme. We lean into, you know, we have different bars, different colored, you know, vests, different colored, you know, looks and stuff. So. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to be a little cut above the rest. Definitely, definitely. No, you guys look very professional, you know. Appreciate I wish, that. I really wish I would have hired y'all instead of the freaking rascals I ended up with. Like, the fucking girl ended up taking shots with everybody at the See, wedding, yeah, you know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, she she left with eventually, like, my lady's cousin or whatever. Hey, it's well, like, hey, good for her. Yeah, that's all good. It's <laughs> just, this one was, like, giving away, like, you know, we we also estimated, you know, they're not going to drink five cases of tequila. Mm. You know, meanwhile, they're giving away a shot, mm. and it just went. You know, it just yeah. went the quickest. So, 
Yeah, one of the questions we asked for sure is, one, if shots are allowed. Because if uh -huh. shots are allowed, we kind of up, for sure, the inventory. So makes sense. Um, we calculate one bottle, which is a 1.75 liter bottle. Oh, damn. That's um, a big bottle. Yeah, that's the bigger one. That's the yeah. handle. Uh, per 25 people for oh, four that's, hours. That's not... Yeah. So uh, for yeah. Mexicans, is it like for so? If it's Mexicans, per, per, per. we 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 do twenty, uh, and these are real numbers too. Yeah, so no, for, I totally for a Mexican it. party. Let's say just one hundred people, mm -hmm. we recommend five bottles. That's on average, no shots. Really? With oh, shots, yeah. we we almost double that. I almost suggest like try to get at least ten for one one hundred people. Uh -huh. You know, tequila, ten bottles of one point seven five liter. So it's yeah, it's funny because they go fast. Yeah, they go I fast. Could see. Yeah, so I and that's for four it. hours. Once you up the hour, then we you know we calculate from yeah. there. But well, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you: you guys, you guys have like legit bars that yeah. you, that are mobile. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if this podcast is mobile, you guys have a bar that's legitimately that can go with you and fold into like the size of a suitcase. It yeah, seems. yeah. So I drive uh, the you know it's a it's a commercial vehicle, it's a van, uh -huh. and so for the first part of when when I got the van, I used to make like wooden bars and I used to make pretty much the furniture like you know four feet by three feet by six feet yeah. um, like the bar um, and I can only carry one at a time and we started double booking which was which was great it was good for business but that was a problem we got into I would drive from my house to you know Whittier I live in Montebello and then I would go back to, to my house and drive out to the valley and deliver another oh, bar. Man. And it was a lot of back and forth. Yeah. And so that was one of the first issues once we started getting busy. And so I kind of just designed a really simple facade. So it's just the front, the sides, and the top. Uh -huh. um, and it comes apart. No screws needed. It has, like, detachable hinges. Yeah. So it just, you know, I think Chewy has one. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I, that's the one that I use. Here at Primera Salsa, yeah. I was here selling some shirts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's I, like, oh, this guy made them yeah <laughs> i was like what yeah they look they look amazing thanks like for what it is i was like yeah how much is one of these you know they, they um they're they're really cool to make and it, yeah it's cool. definitely have people ask you pop up yeah. and they ask what well, we what well, we get a lot is usually because we set up at different plazas you know a house uh -huh. and they'll walk up and they'll be like well like this bar is here right this is like a this is a bar wherever we're at with this event and i'm like no like everything here everything you see we take with us our yeah. backdrops our our bars or even our 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 tables and everything, uh -huh. all that goes into the van, and I'm able to fit about two or three of those. No way. Along with coolers and everything else that we need. So, dude, I mean, I could see it, it but it, and it looks incredibly solid when you look at it. Thank it you. looks solid. It, it doesn't look like something that you could just pick up and, and take with you. They they are still heavy. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. I tell people they're they're wood and they're heavy, oh, yeah. and it's not like a full bar. Sometimes, yeah. I mean it. it, it it does what it needs to do with the look yeah. and, and it provides a really good presentation and you know that I give that's one of the biggest reasons people started really liking our things was because it's like wow that's a really cool bar we want that or that that fits yeah. our theme it's rustic or it's you know that's white. true everybody wants that rustic style mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what 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 was like your background that led into this man because I'm <sighs> sure you didn't just like you know Stumble come out of high school be like yeah what if do a mobile bar Company. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm going to get a little vulnerable here, man. Uh, honestly, I got into bartending because I, I went through a breakup. What? Kind of funny, yeah. How does it, you're like, I'm going to mix. Usually people just drink the bottle. You so know? you're that, out there that trying was to my make, thing. Mix I, drinks. One time, I remember specifically too. So after the, the breakup, this was like 2000, what would it be, 14 ish? Uh -huh. um, I remember one time, I, I was ne I've never been much of a drinker, like, mm. you know, to like really go out and like drink every day. 
Um, I enjoy craft drinks. I enjoy cocktails and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it was really funny. I was laughing at myself at the end of the moment. I was, I was really sad and everything. And I went out to the back, and I got a bottle, and I started drinking it by myself. A bottle of what? Tequila. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Too, so oh, that's probably oof. why it didn't work. Yeah. But uh, two, two, two shots in, and I kind of just started laughing at myself. I was like, I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. You're, oh, like you're trying. Yeah, to, I, was, like, I was like trying to, trying be, to be sad, sad about yeah. it. And I was like, no, you know, that, that just kind of, that was never really my, my turn to alcohol. To alcohol or, or drinking in general was always to have a good time. Uh-huh. And so I was like, let's yeah. go party. So sadness never made me want to drink. Anyway, so I just kind of channeled that into like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign up for bartending school. And for anybody interested in bartending, I always recommend it because it's two weeks, you know, it's like 300 bucks. Uh, and in all honesty, you can make that back in one night. So uh-huh. bartending. Um, and what, what school did you go to? I or went to, what's, what's specifically it was out in Lakewood. It was um, National Bartending. And I don't think they're around anymore. I think oh. they are just another school. But I mean, you, you Google bartending school and there's a few out there now. Okay. Um, ABC Bartending is the one that we partnered with now um, where we kind of help their recruits get some, you know, they, they're looking for work and I need people to either bar back or, or run tables and, and yeah. stuff. And so we, we take on their students. So it's really cool that we can kind of help them out that way. Um, two, two, two weeks, what do they teach you in terms of drinks? I mean, really? Aside from the rum and coke, you know, like so it, it's ca- it's really cool. They have like a simulated bar. So no alcohol is there, but they have glassware. They have uh. bottles. They fill them with um, water and yeah. um, and food coloring, uh-huh. and that's it. And and they just you go over drinks. You get a book with like a hundred recipes. And there's two parts of it. There's speed, and then there's memorizing the actual recipes. Oh damn! Yeah. So you know, push through that. Um, and that makes the most sense, right? So you don't spend money on actual liquor. You That's just it. all right. You yeah. just need the proportions yeah. down and get used to pouring. Yeah, and, and the classes are there's. You can either do you can do like a longer portion, but I did full time for two weeks, so, oh, right? wow. or four hours a day for two weeks. Hey. Boom, and then you were done. You get certified, and then they start looking for work for you. So kind of how now we are like, like a, an employer uh, for for their new students. That's what they provided for us. Um, and my first gig, I graduated Friday. Saturday, I had a wedding lined up. Um, yeah, just like, all right, cool, go. Into the wolves. Yeah, and so I show up to the wedding. I, I have my little book, and, you know, I'm, I'm there, and they're like, oh, yeah, I thought you were certified. And I was like, I am, but I, don't, I still don't know how to make drinks. <laughs> so it was rough, but, I, I, you know, you improvise it. You, you kind of have fun with it. Yeah. They, people, you're, if you're honest with people, like, oh, let me have, like, a Mai Tai. And if you don't know what that is, you just kind of say, like, I don't know what that is. Like, what's in that? And you kind of just, you know, yeah. if you're honest with them, they, they appreciate it more. And yeah. so had a lot of fun. That first event, I walked out with, like, more tips than I can count. Really? Like, and, uh, yeah, and I, I almost felt bad, too. I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, do you guys want your money back? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This is not fair. Like, I'm pretty sure I put Oreo freaking, yeah. you know, frosting yeah. or ice cream yeah. inside that mic. Somebody's time. sick. For Somebody's sure. sick, for sure, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it takes a raw egg and yeah. that drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something like that. Um, so, and that was it. And then after that, I kind of just, I made business cards. I actually operated as a, another name. It was a huh? Sweet and Sin 7. Uh-huh. I don't know really why. Dude, was, my, everybody's MySpace name was horrific back so, in the day. So, yeah. Good so yeah, exactly like that. And um, I did that up until I started doing coffee, which was about two and a half years ago. Huh. And then uh, I just relaunched as Mobar, branded it, and the bars came around that same time, and everything just kind of lined up, and 
now we're here. So. Now you guys are here. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, enough mobile freaking bars around the city just popping up, it's, you know? Yeah. It's, it's parties better. It's really nice. It is nice because there is a lot, of, a lot of people out there doing bartending, uh-huh. which is cool. I, I, I always say there's no way we could ever run every party in L.A. on a given Saturday, you know? There's yeah. hundreds, thousands of parties going on. So, Definitely. hey, that's cool that there's people to staff that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not on... It's not so much stress for me, um, but but it is nice that that we kind of got a little bit ahead, especially because we we duel with the with the coffee and, and the alcohol. Okay. Yeah, that seems like the best idea. You know, a lot of the times you're drinking at an event and whatnot, and you want like a, a hot espresso at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so usually when we set up both, which is now what we're trying to shoot for, I actually now try to really push coffee at every event. So every bartending event has coffee. Um, even if we kind of have to kind of give it away, but that's our brand. That's our, like, yeah. that's, that's our niche. And so when people see that, that they're more in, enticed to like, Oh, let me see a business card. Let me follow you. Let me do this. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we either start coffee really early on when they get there, you know, and then at the end when the cake cut yeah, in again, okay. and then at the end, that's right. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Not, not to go back to, to vulnerability, but then what was, so that's it, man. You're like sad. You know, and, and, and you get you start going with this idea. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So when did it start to kind of just get a I mean, little bit better? Almost immediately. Again, Fucking it was hell. it was never. Awesome. I, I mean, I was really you know in love, and I mean, I was I was twenty one. So okay. I was. You guys were together together for how long? Four years. Yeah, three, four years. Yeah. Uh, it was a good, especially four at that years. age. That's yeah. hell very yeah, in that direction. High school, out of high school. Dude, I was with a girl for like a lunch period, and it fucking. And then and, it hurt, I, and yeah. I want to write a book about it right now. You know, in <laughs> middle good. school. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like great. I see you as a brother. Oh, oh, oh no, that's it. In middle yeah. school, feels like an eternity. Yeah, no, that hey man, uh, yeah, that's yeah. it's crazy, it's crazy. And looking back, hindsight is it's just twenty twenty. So definitely, I, yeah, I was, I was, you know, I have. Good, I had a good support group. My friends and my family were there for me and everything. So I was, again, just I channeled it into, like, a business, you know. Yeah. I started bartending, and then people would ask, you know, do you bring tables? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And do you bring this? And yeah, do you bring ice? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I kind of never really said no to things. And, and I always just took it as another, ch- another challenge, another another purpose to, like, just, yeah, refocus, re- right. forget about the past. And, yeah, I mean, Years later now, yeah, obviously, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm in a good place now. Uh-huh, yeah. So, but that's good. That's funny. Yeah, no, as well you should, man. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, one thing I got from you, man, uh, I've, yeah, I think like maybe on two, three, maybe two occasions, honestly, right? Yeah. But I had been following you. You, you seem very driven. Thank you. And then that just, did that come from that moment of like, not not trying to be negative, or did was it instilled in you, or uh, what's what's the uh, what's the long story there, man? I think one of two things. One, grow, grow growing up, I just stayed busy. Uh, oh. My my parents were you know immigrants and were the first generation born here. My dad was always working. My mom was busy being at home and and doing her thing there. Um, and I always just got bored at home. Like, so I live, I live, well, I, okay, confession, I live in Pico, but that's, I live borderline Montebello. Yeah, it's the same thing. Which is yeah. Montebello district. Yeah, I, if I you're went next to, to the Krikorian, it's, it's all, exactly. it's all the wow, same Wow, yeah, yeah, perfect spot. So I'm really? right there. I'm right yeah. there by Rio Honda Park. <laughs> you know it. So, so I'm that, Montebello district. 
Um, so I had to walk a lot to school. Like I, it was a long walk for me, pretty much as far as it gets. We were borderline mm-hmm. El Rancho district. Oh yeah. Um, so I think that that definitely had a, a part a play in it. Was that like whatever I wanted to do was like a whole city away, which at that age was, a, was a walk. It was, it was a crazy. Yeah, walk. it was a destination. And so I think that along with yeah, my dad was a really hard worker, my family, you know, all really, you know, just driven people. So it very much was instilled. Uh, I, I grew up very, like, innocent. Like, I didn't really know. I didn't smoke oh. weed or anything or until okay. after high school, uh-huh. surprisingly. Um, and so it wasn't until the heartbreak, really, that I kind of got a real taste for life. Mm. And, and then that kind of just brought up, what I already knew, which was hard work, which was honest work, which was putting, you know, if you want something, go get it. And it just kind of fueled all that. To, fueled all that. To, to push it up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. In, in a nutshell, I mean, obviously there's so much we can, we can get into, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, and I get you when you say that, um, you know, it was, it was a long walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting a girl that had moved from, you know, she was going to, Belvedere Middle School, and then she went Belvedere. to Pico. Oh, okay. And she told me to get off on the fucking Montebello bus, bus line on, like, Passons, and I was like, when I was going, I was like, I, I kept on not seeing Passons <laughs> until I, I hit that auto zone, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, like, this where is am it, I? yeah. It was far, man. It was, it was, and then I could only imagine, Mont- Montebello and Pico, are they seem like a world's away you yeah, know, depending on what your age is, but yeah. yeah, and it's when I tell people I'm from LA or I'm from yeah, just LA County. Uh-huh. Um, it's crazy how like not LA that is though. In yeah. a way, you know, I think yeah. it has its own little demographic, and and I think yeah. we we. Uh, where did you grow up? Uh, uh, oh, East, you know, East LA ish, yeah. like City Terrace. Yeah, that's where like you know went to elementary school at in sixth grade. Parents yeah. divorced, so we moved like closer to uh, Belvedere. Yeah. Uh, up on the hill, like on Rowan. Nice. And then, you know, my dad bought a house out here in Boyle Heights, so I moved out with him in high school. So is it just me, or like, uh-huh. do this like whole like I think Boyle Heights, East LA, Montebello area? Yeah. It's like it's like its own thing, right? I it's feel, its own, but definitely Montebello and and Pico have that weird suburban feel, right? Something, like, yeah. That's a real it's far. That, I mean, that's where you want to move if you have some money, yeah, and you want to raise kids, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, at, at least by that mentality, mm-hmm. the old school mentality. That that's mm-hmm. where you want to go. It's got yards. Uh, yeah. Right? So I grew up. My the, the only reason we moved out there, mm-hmm. we were living in off Cyprus. And like Eagle Rock area. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you yeah, know where that yeah. is, but that's yeah, yeah. where I was born so my into. my dad had the first house. Nice. Yeah, we were out there. So, there was a numero uno, which, by the way, had the biggest pan de queso on the planet for a dollar. <laughs> oh. You know, it was right on Cyprus, and, and I think they tore it down. But it I was think like, so. for a dollar, you could get, it was like the size of a whole freaking sheet. Yeah. You know? It's probably watered down or something, but it was probably. delicious. It was good. It was good. I yeah, bet. yeah. So you were out I still there. go in that area because there's a lady that sells tamales huh. at the Narco that uh-huh. are like phenomenal. Really? Phenomenal. That's the one. Yeah, it's off of yeah. If you, I think if you exit Cypress and the off the five, yeah, it's right there, man. She oh, sells okay. tamales there at, at a gas station. Of course. Yeah, of course. Go Teresa. Um, <laughs> but so we moved out because my dad um, took a flight to El Salvador. We're from El Salvador, oh, okay. By the way, and um, the the plane crashed. It was like a like very minor. Like they took off from El Salvador to come back, and it crashed in in Guatemala. And so the, he, he just wants some money, and that's how we got the house. Otherwise, we would I would have been raised in, in L.A., like, a little more deeper. 
oh, dude, the least he could do is move to Montebello. So, <laughs> so yeah. Falling out of a now, a now we have a Chick Fil A, which is super cool. So yeah, well, those those freaking areas, you know, they yeah. always got everything. They they have the first In and Out. Yeah, know? yeah, we were right by the In and Out. Yeah, see, we have everything there. It's yeah. like Donald's, Burger King, In and Out, Chipotle. So it's really cool. Yeah, my aunt lives out there. Nice. From, yeah, so we're we're always in that neck of the woods, but definitely it's it's where you go. Yeah, if you have the money, because. A plane fell out of the sky and you and, were in it. Hey, and he that's okay it, man. And everything? He's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know he couldn't ride an airplane for a while, but he was yeah. cool with that. He was like, yeah, I just won't fly. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. I was like, you know, I don't really want to fly either. Yeah. But um, I guess just bringing it back to, to, to what we were talking about. Um, I mean, we didn't have any money after that. I mean, we, we grew up very, it's like, we have a house. Uh-huh. That's it, man. Like, so, so. When it came to, like, whatever we wanted, my brothers and I had to, like, save up money for, like, our first N64 and, like, our first, you know, systems and anything we wanted outside of that. So, so yeah, I mean, that that was definitely a big part of it. Um, I was always really into just meeting people and talking and marketing and, you know, as, as, at a young age, like, hey, what do you do? What do you need? What can I do for you? So and just and and, and learning and, and doing your own thing. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's one thing, man. That's one thing I, I sense in some people, and probably the if people would ask me what's about what's this podcast about, that it's basically that little yeah that little thing. You yeah. know, it's just damn. You seem like you're going after it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Well, you, yeah. you too, man. I I I started listening to your, to your podcast when I'm we sorry. met. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not all of them are great. <laughs> Not all of them are good. You know, I, I'll tell you what I like about all of them uh, is is. I think the genuine, like, L.A. in it. Because huh. I, I, what I meant is, like, with, like, Boyle Heights and Montebello and having, like, its own little, like, demographic. Yeah. Is that I noticed that in your in your podcast is that the people you interview, I don't know, we have a lot in common. Like, just even just, like, the upbringing. And it mm. all makes sense down to, like, the streets. You guys talk about, like, streets. And I'm like, I know exactly yeah, where that is. I know is. where that street is. So it's very relatable, for, at least for me. You know, so do you think yeah, uh, the the Passons reference was a good one? That yeah, because I know exactly that, <laughs> there's, there's that a bus stop too. right there. Yeah, that's big where it five. Is. Exactly. <laughs> I, remember, I only remember the Auto Zone because I think I went in there to get change because yeah. I needed money on the way back. Oh, and I was like, guys, this is gonna be far, you know. And like, then hey, can I can I break a five? She went to El Rancho or what? She went to Rancho. That's a walk too from Whittier to El Rancho. Yeah, that's a hike, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a hike. It was. Um, her name was Patty. Patty something, maybe Martinez. Mm. Hope I'm not bringing up any weird things for anybody, but yeah, yeah. I remember that it was my birthday, and fucking she paid because the challenge was every I would I, I I normally could eat three jumbo jacks. Okay, they, they were nine ninety cents back in the day, so I could mm. eat three all the time, and yeah. then I wouldn't eat for the rest of the day. Yeah, probably how I stayed skinny, and <laughs> I might I might try to do that diet again and try to sell it. <laughs> the jumbo know? jack diet. The jumbo jack diet. <laughs> I then it. I bumped it. When I was really hungry, I would bump it up to six. That day, she said, if you eat ten, I'll pay for them. I ate nine. I ate nine, and I just couldn't eat no more, and, and, and I paid for them. And, had yeah, to walk home. I, I, yeah, I skateboarded <laughs> home and stuff, and it was awesome. But, yeah, freaking, that, that was, that, I don't know what, it, there's like a jack-in-the-box there nearby. There is, yeah, like that, on yeah. Washington. That's, that's right. where it was. So that's, it was, that, was a, that was a long walk, too. She lived in between, but. Yeah, you know, like, I think the references to specific L.A., like, you, you, sometimes you'll watch these videos, like, where it's like, oh, the best things to do in L.A., mm-hmm. and it's always maybe, like, the most Instagrammed areas, the mm-hmm. most, uh, you know, shot 
Yeah. Uh, and traffic, traffic, you know, freaking streets. Yeah, tourist stuff. Tourist but. stuff, you know. And, and when you when you walk down like Hollywood and Vine, when you drive down it and stuff, you just look at the hordes of people that are like, what the fuck are you doing? What You're coming this? from Omaha. Yeah. And, and this is going to yeah. be your L.A. Hollywood experience. Yeah. And so you go to the Third Street Promenade, and, and really this is it, you know. Yeah. I, I just, I don't. I, and I kind of find myself doing, like, staying away from that when I travel, you know, because I just don't want to fall into the same little, ugh. The, yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. Same experiences. Definitely, definitely tourist spots if you ever Google, like, yeah, things to do in L.A. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't want to do any of that. Stuff. Any of it. Yeah. yeah. How often do you go to Hollywood, you know? Very, very little. I, if I can avoid it, I will. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Um, Dodger games are the only things that I, I kind of enjoy doing that's, like, L.A., it makes sense. But, it, you know. it's, it's pretty expensive, though, right? In the, yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. I remember the first time I went, I was I was already 21, and I was like, I'll have three minchiladas. Oh. And they're like, $94. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, what the? Yeah. I was like, all right, sure. How? How? You get a dollar tip, man. Yeah. <laughs> you get a dollar tip. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's the downside. But you can bring your own stuff. So my family, what oh. we do, actually, my you brother's just- You bring your own food? You can bring your own food. Yeah. What? Yeah. You can't bring liquid, can't bring beer oh, and stuff, uh-huh. but we go to Costco and spend 20 bucks on hot dogs, and Get out of here. we go nuts, yeah. yeah. Where do you put the hot dogs? In a box and you carry just put them in a box, yeah. you just, just walk, walk in? in? You put them in a bag, anything. If they check you and you tell them these are just hot dogs, they're like, all right, cool. No That's way. It. You can bring your own food to Dodger Why Stadium. Why am I barely hearing yeah. about this? Is this like the conspiracy from Dodger Stadium just trying to keep this just, information down? Th- yeah. So well, you heard it here first. We're going to get shut down. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mobar disappeared. <laughs> definitely. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 he got suicided. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. No, man, definitely. Um, uh, you know, I saw that at a freaking AMC once in, in Montebello. Okay. Somebody walked in with the whole Costco pizza. And I was like, I, like I was worried about the one beer I had in my, yeah. in my freaking, yeah. in my girl's bag. In your camel bag? Yeah. And then this that? person's walking in with the whole freaking pizza. And I'm like, oh, did they just they not that care? at the theaters too? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if it's legal, though. They might have had the confidence, they you know, need, like, yeah. not to get I know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, if you walk anywhere with that kind of confidence, like, oh, I know where I'm going. Don't yeah. Know. Okay. Mm, cool. I yeah. that guy. Yeah. Go watch Die Hard, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. That's I'm, I'm doing that. Everybody's going to be out there buying, you know, taking their burgers. Yeah, you, and place. you definitely should, because it gets pricey, man. Yeah. I mean, again, no liquids. I don't want anybody walking up to Dodge Stadium saying, like, hey, Mobar said I can bring a beer. Mo- <laughs> no. They'll be like, no. They did not. That guy. Yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Meanwhile, First you're off, back there fucking yeah. shaking some fucking drinks. Yeah. You know? You're like, yeah, I told him. I told yeah, no, him. he's cool. He's cool. Come he's on, cool. Man. All right, cool. He did say that. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Well, yeah. speaking of beer, these are good. Yeah, Nelson and Nelson. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Port Brewing. Um, it's good stuff. Double IPA. Some stuff. Yeah, Nelson hops are just something super fresh, you know, in this afternoon. It's a double IPA, so it'll kind of kind of sneak up on you, man. Yeah. Do you get a lot of requests for craft beer? Uh, I do, yeah. Um, people like it up until they hear the price. Mm-hmm. And, you know, craft beer is cool when you buy one or two at a time. But when you buy a keg's worth, it, it oh, gets yeah. pricey. So most of the time we deal with the, just the generic modelos. and For beer? Know, yeah. Okay. And then and when it comes to mixed drinks, man, do you get like that? We just want the cheapest up to, like, let's get something. Well, that's and that's the beauty of it. I, I tell people, look. There's craft cocktails, you know, so you you can make kind of like a cheap line of, of spirits pretty pretty crafty if you just add, like, the right garnishes, the uh-huh. right, you know, cups, like, and it's a little more of an investment, but I think it adds to the theme and to the style, and people really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, for the most part, though, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of cra- vodka cranberries, Jack and Cokes. And that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely for the masses. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm not going to scoff at a Jack and Coke, you know, if you my, want one. My favorite parties are the 80-person wedding, you know, with, like, super expensive alcohol and glassware and, and this and that. So, yeah, I mean, we can go either way, you know. So, Damn. And we've done a 200-person wedding that was like that, and it just gets hectic. Oh, shit. It gets hectic when you do craft cocktails for that many people. Yeah. And so, because it takes so long to make one cocktail. Yeah, you got to shake, you got to muddle, you got to oh, strain, yeah. and you got to top, and you got to chop and serve. Dude, yeah. Exactly. And then there's a line of people. Oh, so. my God. Yeah, so, you know, one one of the biggest pet peeves, you go to a bar and stuff, you know, you can there's see the line. long lines, yeah. but, but then you end, you end up getting those cocktails, and you're like, oh, I can see why it was worth it, yep. you know, yeah. flavors are balanced. Do you yep. create your own cocktails? At home? Yeah, at home. Um. More or less, my girl and I, we, we like to bo- pop just like a bottle of wine. Um, yeah. She's yeah. a big fan of whiskey, so we'll just have like some whiskey highballs. Really? So, yeah, she's not, we're, we're not too foo-foo ourselves, you know. Uh-huh. Even, even coffee-wise, like the latte art and all that stuff, when I make myself anything, just just get it in there, man. Yeah, just, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like the, uh, like the chef's dilemma, right? You're People out there are, making like yeah. fancy French cooking, but you're like, ah, I'm going to go have some Carl's. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, like uh-huh. does Gordon Ramsay like go and cook himself like the the most expensive thing he can make probably yeah, not probably not probably not he's chinese food that yeah. gets delivered yeah to the take out <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's raw that, that, that works <laughs> so then you guys are making like okay you guys are making whiskey and drinking wine Dude, i stuff. love wine man Wine's yeah delicious. yeah lately yeah. it's just it's been that yeah especially because i drink so much beer that it's like uh wine wine's, yeah either way is good i mean beer beer we just try not to because yeah, a lot of calories. A lot of calories, man. Oh, dude. Especially at the end of the day and and everything. But, yeah. but but I think the most I'll do at home. I have a little, just a little espresso machine that. Yeah, I'll just. I, that's as fancy as I get. Every now and again, I'll just maybe for content, I'll just like just make some latte art and take oh. pictures of it. Well, that's it. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. It almost feels like you're doing something wrong, right? When you're having such a pretty latte, you're like, I don't know if I should drink this. People tell me that all the time. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even want to drink it. Oh. And I, I always, it's one of those things that you, it's a joke that you say over and over and over again. Yeah. But I always say it's what's on the inside that counts. Oh, that's hilarious. And it's a good laugh. And I'm like, that's like the thousandth time I said that. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. That's good. Yeah. Damn, do people not laugh? And you're like, what the they fuck? laugh that's every, time. Every, every time. Every time. Every time. It's a hitter. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's one of those, it's like a joke that you just say all the time. Mm-hmm. That's like, I'm yeah, going to say man. this, and they're going to laugh. And then they're going to ask for a business card. And right. That's how it goes. <laughs> and hey, then, cool. Yeah. Just so, got to throw on your ba- your best game face. Right and, yeah, and then it put on a smile. And, <laughs> Shit. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really, it, it got to the point with everything that it, it became it became a routine. And um, mm-hmm. I actually just recently, I just got out of a, a weird slump of, we got really busy, and then we got busier, and then I kind of just burnt out really fast. Really? And so I, I, was, I actually, a couple months ago, almost closed the doors on everything. Like, that's it. Yeah, I kind of, I read that from, you know, I read that from you. Yeah. But the, um, and that that was kind of the reason I lost, I lost the, the passion in it because things got a little routine okay. for me. Um, and it started getting a little hard to, to justify drinking and partying and stuff. Just, I'm a little older now, you know, uh-huh. things, things get more serious in your life. Um, but now we're back. I mean, it, it was really, it was a slump for like personal reasons. And so what was that? What was that? Are you partying because you're, you're at parties, you know? Yeah. Dude, am I correct in adding that girl as an example? You know, my wedding, women just totally yeah. going crazy and yeah. like, 
hey man, like we paid you to fucking serve drinks, not drink them, you know? Well, I well for one, yes. Or, yes. or after, yeah, you guys are done. That's cool. Come and hang out. That's that's not. I'm not gonna say you can't hang out, but for one, people drunk people are hard harder to deal with. I I love people in general. Yeah, I just love them. But at the end of a long, I mean, we do coffee and alcohol, and uh-huh. so more times than not. I would do like a bartending event Thursday night because it's big for open house twilights. Oh, so it's like okay. for a lot of we do we 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 were lucky enough. A big reason too we got so busy is was because we picked up a couple real estate clients. Damn, and those are you know they're showing listings every day. Yeah, and so Thursday nights are big for twilight open houses. That's wine and cheese and stuff. So we'd go out take our bars and wine and everything. So it was a Thursday night event. Then I would have a Friday morning coffee event. Then a Friday night party then a Saturday morning coffee event, then yeah. a Saturday night party, then a Sunday morning coffee. God. So five days, four days with like two, three hours of sleep every night. Yeah. For about a year and a half. And it was it was cool. Grinding, I, I kind of didn't mind it. But yeah, it, it did just, it got a little bit too much. Um, I, I hit this weird like streak of, of like almost, I don't want to say bad clients because I don't want to like, say that I, mean, I appreciate everybody yeah. that's hired me and given me money and literally fed my family yeah. but not everybody's it, great yeah some yeah. some clients just you know would not not disclose how many you know guests they had or or mm-hmm. they would say up until 11 p.m that's you know we want you to 11 and then they would want more hours which makes sense but at the same time it's like well i mean you know or or a big one and one, one of the biggest ones was um i I don't serve minors. I don't drink personally at any event, 100%. Mm-hmm. Just that's, you know, business is business. And yeah. there was a few times where, like, oh, there's this, you know, kid, not 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 like a child, but, you know, 20-year-old or 19-year-old yeah. that's like, hey, you know. And you can always spot them out because they walk up and they're like, I have a Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, nah, dude, let me see your ID. And they're like, oh, I don't have it. It's like, cool, you don't get a drink. That's it, you know. And then, and then the the dad or, or the client the fir- uh-huh. the, the hey, well, he's, he's cool man he's cool and it's like oh, man can't do can't it can't do it yeah sorry yeah and then they would get upset and it's like it says in our contract if anybody's caught drinking who's underage we have the right to pick up and take off man that's a liability mm-hmm. and um you know it just became problematic and it, it was like a streak of those it was like really like three weeks in a row that i remember i just go home like feeling like like shit like fuck man like i could have handled that better or okay or, like, maybe I should have just given them the drink, you know, or, or like, you know. So, you, it, I really internalized everything. I, I took it to heart. Like, man, these guys don't want my service. Or these guys, you know, take me as an idiot. Or or they don't take my business serious. So, you really start to, like, identify with what people think of you as what they think of the business. Mm-hmm. It got a little hard. About a year ago, too, I lost I lost my one of my best friends uh, in a car accident. He was drinking. Um, and that was a big, just like slow burn that like, it kind of just crept up around that time where mm. I remember just kind of thinking like somebody served him a drink, you know, yeah. somebody served him his last drink and have I ever served anybody a drink? So not to bring it down too much, but I mean, that was, that was a couple months of like real, like just heavy thinking for me. Definitely. So overall the, the industry I'm in does call for a lot of regulations it calls for a lot of safety a lot of you know friends being there for each other and so i think anybody i mean that i kind of took that as my mission is to one better choose my clients you know kind of interview them to see if they if they fit 
my what, what we're looking for. And two, just to kind of voice that too, I felt like that was kind of an important story to kind of spread. And like, hey, look, man, some days you're here and some days, and then one day you're not. Like, that's just kind of it. Um, so coming back around to, to now, the reason we kind of brought things back was, was pretty much that, one, I need money. And two, um, it, it was my passion. It was. I enjoy the craft cocktails. I enjoy the, the, the coffee. I, enjoy, I enjoyed making the brand. I enjoyed, you know, everyday hustling and everyday living that, you know, entrepreneur life, I guess. So. Yeah. It is not easy, though, I got to tell you. And I, I'm I can't sure imagine. You know, it is not I, easy. I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> I literally come on here. Well, I mean, just this is This is pushing. a thing. This is barely anything. But, yeah, I get you. No, I get it's, you. It's I mean, good, man. It, pushing anything, any content, any brand or, or service that, you know, you yourself you, you create. Got a, you got a real service. You yeah. got a very a very real service that makes sense that when you, when you have a party, right, you just, you want to treat... Oh, we need a bartender. Let's get a bartender, right? If this was your house and that kid that was 19 and 20 or, or 20, you know, wanted a drink, you might mm-hmm. give him a drink, whatever. Yeah. Right. It's not a big deal. This person's contractually obligated to check for, you know, make yeah. sure nobody's like underage drinking yeah. because it's their responsibility if they go out in the world 100%. and something happens. Yeah. It's, it's on them, you know, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I get that mentality of them going, come on, what's a drink going to hurt? I get you. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it right now. And, yeah, and yeah. you probably should have just had a, a table full of bottles, you know, and just and, and soda and have everybody made, make their own drink. But yeah. that would also be grossly irresponsible on your part. You on know? everybody's part. On yeah. Everybody's part. So, yeah. So I think that that's the dilemma you found yourself in of balancing responsibility and, and, and your own, you know. Yeah, paying my own bills, paying, own bills. you know, everything. So it was, it was very... Uh, this is just a weird, hazy time for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I mean, it's 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 hard enough to try to do something you love and then to, to make sure that you just, that something that you love doesn't kill you. you yeah. Know, that's probably. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Part. 100%. Um, now, I think, well, the, one of the last, I think, just reasons I, I, I kind of decided to, to reel it in was, was I was becoming like, yeah, just the, the, the Nazi of, of parties, you know, where it's ah. like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't yeah. do that. And, and I didn't like that either. You know? Yeah. So I've I, seen that. I've seen that happen a few times where you get somebody that comes in and just like, just a bunch of no's, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. A fun, yeah. Not and a fun if experience. You, yeah. If you're hiring somebody for, especially for a party, right. They gotta, they gotta meet you at that level, man. They gotta be pumped. And yeah. you know, 90, 99%, I think of my events were, were like that. We're very like, yeah, let's do this. You know, what do you want? Let's make this happen. And, you know, my creativity was able to, to really unwind and, and, you know, bring in certain things that really surprised them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that point or 1%, um, you know, really got to me. And, and yeah, I, I am one to, like, focus on kind of the I, – I can do everything right, but the one thing I get wrong, it's like, oh, man. Right. Know, that's just, probably most, most of the reason why you're so good. Thank you. Is because, you, you know, you're critical. You yeah. know, imagine if you think fucking everything you do is great. You know, you're like, oh, I like this fucking podcast. Well, this podcast sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry who, to, to whoever's listening. No. But and not to your story. It does not suck great. too, by the way. It's I really enjoy it. It's all right. It's not great, but it's all right. You're being you know, but that's, that's the way it should be. The, the, yeah. the, the, and, and not in a weird, like, you have to think negatively. But definitely that's the reason why you're, you're, you really are good at it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe at some point you just got a long streak of 
of you great know? shitheads. Yeah. yeah. And she's well, like, all right, cool. Just go back, reset, and yeah. well, you know, come yeah. back to the other end. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I used to rent cars for a living at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Mm. And it was just, you could have a bunch of good people mm-hmm. showing up, mm-hmm. just getting in their cars and going. And, and going. the one person where you, you did clean their car, you know, you showed up on time, and you already knew that they were going to be difficult, and you couldn't make happy at the end of the day. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. You tried your best. It, it, you can't make them happy. You just yeah. have to acknowledge that that's, that's yeah. going to be part of the, of the world of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, that's cool. Rent a car. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do, I do think it, it is kind of funny how you mentioned that. The one, like, I always, I always try to do a good job. But, yeah, the one time that you try, you try extra and you really, you know, yeah. go that extra mile, that's usually the one that's going to go bad. It definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Not to like tell people not to like try your best one hundred percent of the time. Definitely try, always, I always. You. But yeah, that that is funny that that's the time like yeah. you're just most vulnerable because you're like, yeah, it's gonna be great, and then they're it's gonna just... see all the effort that I put in, mm-hmm. you know, all yeah. that stuff, and yeah. all they're gonna see is what they see. Yeah, you never yeah. know. You can't control that narrative. That's true. That's uh-huh. very true. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're always gonna be okay, though. I think that's yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. You go home. They're not your boss. You yeah. Tell them, Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Those are the things that you don't learn in school, man. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Are they paying your bills? That's, if well, not, you can tell yeah. them, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, these guys are paying my bills, though. They definitely are. <laughs> They're very sweet people. Yeah, no, and please. should definitely hire you. Please call me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's... I'm sure they, they get to know that. So that's when the creativity came in, right? When you just yeah. went back, you were like, oh, man, I could fall in love with this a little bit more and, and be more creative with it. I think I did. I think I fell in love with it again because of that extra pressure of like responsibility and that extra pressure of, you know, being there for not only the clients, but also my, my friends who are in the industry who, mm-hmm. who do, you know, event coordinating or, mm-hmm. or, you know, and they're the guys who've been putting my name out there. And like when their clients say, hey, we need a bartender. Oh yeah. Take, check this guy out. Yeah. So, so, that's kind of what I fell in love with too the the camaraderie camaraderie between people in the industry you know yeah. and, and so it's a whole operation man I mean the bar at the end of the day I, I say is you know we're the cherry on top literally because like everything else has to come together first you know the the makeup the photos the the dress the oh yeah the, the table rentals the the venue and and then you come and get your drink you know so so and, and that's one of the coolest parts you know. Just yeah. Yeah, hanging out, you know, hanging out at the bar and just going about your special, mm-hmm. special event, man. If I if I'd go back and 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 do something, how was your wedding? That was, yeah, How's really good, man. She she's she's great. Yeah. She handled a lot of the stuff. Um, yeah, you know, it was up in, you know, buttfuck nowhere. Mm. Uh, Those South are the best Lancaster. ones. Yeah. yeah, it was tough though. My caterer like came from Boyle Heights, fucking Carlitos and Momo. What's hey. up? They fucking went out there and they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been friends for a minute now, but, uh, you know, like it was weird. It's weird the things you remember, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and you put all these things together, and at the end of the day, you know, I just I remember at some point the groomsmen were out taking pictures, and I was in the room by myself, you know. Oh. And then I think no, you know, my brother noticed, you know, fucking groom of honor out there. Yeah. He comes in, uh, or first man, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. But then, yeah, he shows up and just talk, man. And the thing I talk about the most, I was like, hey, dude, I just I just had a freaking uh, a get-together with mom and dad. And they haven't fucking been together since since we're in sixth grade. Oh, okay. So it was kind of one of those things where I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's yeah. they they were they were a couple back in the day. Yeah, yeah, you forget, but that's that's you know, hard to digest. It's big big things going on, man. So I, I think the big takeaways are those, and as much as you you worry about like the color of uh, you know the flowers or you mm-hmm. know, spreads, mm-hmm. what type of cheese people brought. It's you not. Know. It's not for you guys. It's yeah. not. You know. I I, I always say it, at the at the end of the wedding, like the wedding, is not for the bride and groom. You know, like because yeah, you're right. You 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 the groom, you're not gonna notice any of that. Like, no. I, I'm sorry, I'm sure some people do, but you're doing it for your guests. You're doing it for the people you know in your life and stuff. But that day, you know, you're focused on taking pictures and smiling all day. And I'm sure yeah. your cheeks hurt from smiling. So yeah, much. but it was, I mean, I wasn't even trying. I had a good time. Oh, I had, a, good, I had a really good time. Yeah, and I'm not trying to, like, say, oh, weddings are horrible yeah, no, for but everybody. I guess, I guess but it's, it, it seems like, okay, now put me through the grinder, right? Yeah. Put me through the routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels like that when you're surrounded by a lot of vendors sometimes mm-hmm. that, that, are, that have seen a bunch of weddings, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of going like, all right, cool, let's do it again. Yeah. You know, yeah, I get that. And I was getting into that kind of uh-huh. service, and I, that's what I didn't like, you know. Right. So going, yeah, you said you were saying the same joke. Yeah. Right? Just at some point, you're like, oh, I'm missing that glow. Yeah. It's you like, know, that shine in my yeah. eye. So, I mean, just moving forward, the challenge for myself is, and, and always will be, to kind of like continue renewing myself and renewing our services and renewing, you know, what we can offer and, and mm. so... Yeah. Definitely, man. No, I, I, I see you getting booked more and more. Hopefully, after this, I'll tell everybody. Thank you, man. Appreciate just it. let people know that you're out there and available and, Appreciate you know, it. ready to go freaking make something more than Jack and Cokes, people. Come on, know, man. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, Spri- yeah. At least pay for some, like, Weller, you know, or something fun. Some craft beer. I think craft, craft beer is always beer. fun, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed, I listened to the, the, the recent one that you did with the, the young band. The, the the weird was that it? the midnight weirdos Weird, midnight yeah weirdos. that was like episode fifty one or something yeah. yeah I put that I put that out like uh, a couple weeks ago right no no it was months it was, was it months oh. months if not yeah half a year ago nice all right well well I, are funny they they were good man I really enjoyed that podcast because it was nice to you know we're we're similar in age and to like talk to kids like. You know, they're not even kids, really. They but were like, kids because my, my little sister was in the room, you know, while this whole thing's going on, and they're all in high school, you High know? school, man. Sort of hang out with a bunch of high First of all, it's not creepy at all. Hey, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, not at all. <laughs> but it was, it was weird, you know? I felt a little weird. I'm like, all right, man, let's see if we can relate. But the overall arcing theme of this whole thing has always been effort. Yeah. You know, I had him on because these kids are trying. They're good, yeah. Yeah, and they're actually out there. They, they just produced an album, so... Uh, I'll, I'll put out links for that. But uh, yeah, I think my favorite part of that was was listening to just just the age difference. The yeah. the the yeah, finding that common ground was was there. You know, that, yeah, it was, it was nice. It was nice, and it's nice to hear the young generation. You know, really starting to to do yeah. their own thing. So. There's smart kids out there. Yeah, yeah. For every kid that that's listening to insert whatever band you hate right now, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I could say a band that I hate, but Somebody else is going to be, I love that band. You're stupid. Which band? Which band do you hate? I don't know if I really hate somebody, but I, I, I really just don't understand, like, EDM. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. I just I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, get, I, I like drugs. I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I just don't get, All night. I don't get the music, yeah, you know? Yeah, I get you. I also don't, like, I'm, I'm a big underground hip-hop head. Okay. So um, lately there's been a big move in, in like, the hip-hop scene of making beats without drums. 
So yeah. making these big theatrical cinematic type beats that people rhyme over, and I fucking hate them. There, there's the the best example is West Side Gun and okay. Conway. Yeah, they made a they made a CD that's that's fucking classic. To me, I listen to it maybe once a week because it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's called Griselda's Ghost. Yeah. Uh, named after Grisel de Blanco. Nice. And it starts off talking about, like, freaking, you know, starts off very Scarfacey, talking about, like, uh, you know, tr- selling drugs in the yeah. ghetto and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And it's fucking hard. Oh. And the shit they make nowadays, it literally, it's the same lyrics, but without the drums. So the whole time, it's like some weird tantric thing where you're waiting to fucking rub your dick and it never happens. <laughs> you just have to imagine that you're having sex. Yeah. And that's it. Nice. It's, it's, it's horrific. So, um... I like imagining. Yeah, Have yeah. you heard 1985? 19, no. Uh, By uh, J. Cole? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that song. It, that song came to mind listening to that, okay. that podcast. Because it was good. It was good, you know? Um, and he says, yeah, trap, trap drums is the shit that's hot now. That's like yeah. a lyric in that. Which is, yeah, yeah. very true. You know, I mean, there, there, there's, there's a lot of good music out there. I'm not going to say... There's not. There's just not a lot of music that agrees with me. But yeah, these yeah. kids, man. These kids. Yeah, these kids were legitimately going out they there. They were trying it. You know, at they their were, age, yeah. that's a big deal. And you know, we always say these these kids never leave the house and whatever. The new generation's effed. But there's there's some kids out there doing it. They're doing it. Yeah. Um, they they talked on something that even I can relate to, which was kind of when they did their first gig and they didn't get their <laughs> money back. Um, oh, yeah. Being a vendor, doing yeah. doing events and working with different venues and different, yeah, just, you know, they, oh, come out and, like, sponsor our event, and you're going right. to get, like, millions of followers, or, you know, and, and it's just, it's a lot of circles you have to do to, to eventually figure out, well, that didn't work, and, like, well, yeah. that was a ripoff, and, yeah, for followers or for doing it for, like, low pay, right, mm-hmm. that kind of a deal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you, have you ever gotten ripped off, like, kind of, like, the, if that person that you denied the kid the drink, did they ever go like, well, fuck you, we're not paying you, that kind of a deal? Yeah, I mean, we've, did we've they try a, to do that? We've at had least? a lot of clients not call us back, which, which you know, for the most part, I like to think not not everybody always gets a bartender, right? Which, in most cases, yeah. for everyday, like, events or parties at your house, you're not yeah. going to need a bartender. You might get a nice chest or something like that. Yeah, uh, so... It's not uncommon to not hear back. Um, I do make it a point to reach out every now and again and like ah. send out like little like um, flyers and like hey call us back, which is really good. That's, yeah. that's actually how Definitely. we get like our, our recurring events are are very high. I like to think for for like an average bartender. Mm-hmm. But um, I think as far as getting ripped off, I think mainly from like other like yeah people in the industry, people who use kind of like your services and. And, you know, don't... I've never not gotten paid. That's one. I've chased someone down. One person, because they didn't pay me. Really? Yeah. And it was, like, it was just a few weeks of, like, hey. Yeah. Pending. Hey. Yeah. Reminder. Hey. Um, yeah, which is... And, and one thing about me, too, is I'll never really lose it. I'll never get mad. It's like, look, money to me comes and goes, you know? Right. But, you know, you kind of owe me. And, and I, I would always kind of start with, like, hey, look, if, if you can't or... If, if at this moment, you know, you're just, like, tight, that's totally cool, man. Like, mm. just just let me know when or, or I'll check back with you next week type thing. And so I kind of just win them over with kindness type, oh, type thing. And then they eventually paid up. Um, so so as far as getting ripped off, yeah, other, other like, vendors, other – I've had bartenders steal, like, clients for me. Which oh, is, no way. Yeah, I had one client tell me, like, hey, the person you left that 
the event I hired you for, which, you know, if I can't personally be there, it's like, hey, one of my guys is going to stay and do your party. Um, they're like, he gave me his business card, and I thought you should know. <laughs> and I had another client tell me, like, hey, the guy you left, uh, you know, I don't really like him. Like, he's not, you know, like, I don't know, like, how he is as an employee with you, but, like, as, as your bartender, I don't think he's really backing right. you up, you know? So... That's about that's as far as like getting ripped off. That's about it. But that makes total sense. Yeah. Whenever you're working with people and whatnot, yeah. you know. Yeah. And again, I could only talk about my experience, and I'm not whoever. I, I forgot who the bartending company that did it. You know, again, I wish shot him out. Shot him out. I forgot. I just I did. It's I literally cool. did forget. But yeah, they didn't they didn't clean up like, like any cups and stuff like that yeah, at the end see, of the night. That's I needed big my wait staff because it was it was part of the wait staff. Yeah. The, the the bar people, but. Yeah, it was one of those things where even, like, the cleaning people at night, they were like, hey, man, we do that same thing, too, and you wouldn't have had this if it was my company. Like, they yeah. would have they yeah. tried. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Most, most times when catering companies, oh, I feel bad saying this, but, yeah, most no, times when, when catering companies or other, the DJ says, oh, we package in a bartender. It's usually not a bartender, though. Right. It's usually a guy that. But you need a bartending license, right, to, so, to be able to. For private events, there's there's very no little, rules. like, yeah, there's nobody there, like, checking, you know. I always carry mine, and I have all mm-hmm. the insurances and all mm-hmm. that good stuff because we do work venues that require it. Yeah. There's some most, like, high-end venues, and the ones you kind of really want to be at, yeah. they'll, they're going to ask for the email, and, they you know, they want your ID, and they want you there because it's under my name personally. So, yeah. um, like, the insurance and all that. Um, but, for like... 80% of them probably won't ever really ask for it. Really? And most times they're not, too. When, when a, a new client comes up and they're like, we're looking for somebody with insurance, I'll always ask for the venue's info, for info and I'll call them myself. Because uh-huh. sometimes they don't really need it. Yeah, you don't true. need to provide it. They just, they're just trying to like give you like a checklist of things to do. Yeah. It's always better to have it than not. That's Definitely. 100% true. But to save some money, you know. We know what we're doing, and we won't serve, and you know, so we'll, and we carry our own. So I mean, yeah. like, you don't need to do it. So don't, don't worry about it. Um, what was I going at here? It was, well, okay, getting cheated. Yeah, that you know, everywhere. Yeah, people everywhere. are people. I I felt really good when when I heard the the saying. I think Gary V says it. That um, if you don't have kind of like enemies, or if you don't have like people like kind of going against you, mm-hmm. you're not you're doing something wrong. And huh. that was nice. That was yeah. nice to hear. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and then, you know, yeah, just going on with, like, how, like, with with clients and other vendors that, that try to cheat. Man, I don't know where I was going with this. Well, I mean, just, you know, being undercut. Yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. you know, being you on your own literal pursuit, right? And then yeah. just you having people that are working against your own interests. Yeah. You know. Because yeah, I don't think, it, does that come from you not having that type of mentality? What, what mentality? So, like of people, uh, like, you, like I'm not going to rip somebody off. Yeah. For me, I've always thought like, uh, you know, I don't even think I ever stole anything. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But definitely like, I, I, I don't like stealing because then I'm like, it's really not worth it, right? Yeah. I, I was watching some shit yesterday on TV about like uh, people that are scamming Medicare. Yeah. So they'll take like. They'll, they'll figure out a way to like uh, take DNA tests like 23andMe yeah. and they could sell it off to like they, they could they could get old people to take these tests that they will then charge Medicare for that racks up in like $10,000 right oh, wow. and people are like hey and they're not ripping me off they're ripping off Medicare but that's still ripping somebody off and yeah. I didn't authorize this that yeah. was the story and my whole thing was like alright well it's $10,000 
that's the kind of scam you want to get into. Oh. But if it's like fucking $5 from the drawer at the end of the night, if it's stealing tips, you know, or yeah. if it's like, you know, jacking alcohol from the bar. Yeah. It's really not worth it, man. Like, you're not going to pay your rent. I, I've, uh, I fired somebody. The only time I've ever fired somebody on the spot mm. was because they, they took a bottle. Ah. And it was, it was after the event. We, yeah. were, we were actually counting out our tips. I was like, all right, you know, this is yours, this is mine. And he pulls out from his bag, like, a bottle of, of Johnny Walker. It's good stuff. And um, like, oh, I got this. Yeah, you want, you want some? And I was like, what the fuck, man? And he's like, well, what? Like, I was like, what? Why did you, you take that? And his mentality was like, well, they, were, they bought it for it to be used, and they won't know the difference. And I was like, yeah. you know, in, in my book, it was just like, look, man, wait, we don't do that. Like, that's just not going to happen. I need you to give me that and, and get out. Like, the, like, these are your tips. We're done, dude. Like, that's it. Yeah. There was a, a, a venue I worked for. Um, it was a restaurant, and they threw events, and they would hire us just to go out and bartend their events. And the restaurant themselves would do that. They would steal from the clients. The clients bring in, it's a BYOB thing, yeah. so they bring in, they hand it over to us. And then when they would, like, after, like, I was with them for, like, four or five months, they're like, hey, man, like, put one of those bottles in the, in the trash. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, just, just do it. It's okay. And I was like, no. Uh, you know, they eventually stopped calling us back, but it, was, it, was, it got to the point where one guy put it in the trash. Mm-hmm. Like, their own guys did it, and then he took out the trash. And I went out to the trash can. I pulled it out and put it back. Wow. And I was like, look, and I talked look, to, the, to the owner. I was like, look, man, you need to stop doing that. You know, if, if I'm here again and that happens, like, I'm going to have to, like, tell the client. Yeah. And, yeah, they just stopped calling us, which is fine. So. Yeah, man. I, I just, I've never understood that, like, I don't get it. theft type I don't mentality. get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I got cousins that will steal, like, towels from the hotel. You okay, know? I've done that, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I get it. You yeah. got fucking badass towels at your house and they yeah. never end. Yeah. I get it. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and other people that don't pay for toilet paper, you know, because they know somebody that yeah. gets it hooked up from yeah. work or some shit like that. But to me, it's just, is the juice worth the squeeze? And it's never really been worth the squeeze. Unless you're, let's, let's go rob a bank and it's a for sure thing. Yeah, you know? we, yeah. Like, like next to an airport and we have yeah. the plane ready Boom, to go. We're, we're going, we're going to, yeah, yeah. We're, no, we're going to freaking like, you know, Columbia. You know, yeah. we're gonna be like in Cali and yeah. stuff on the next episode of Narcos, kind of a deal. <laughs> like that's what that's yeah. what it's gotta be. Otherwise, don't waste my time. And then that's super shady and that's wrong. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, what what goes around does really come around. So even if you rob that bank, you take off, and no, you never hear from that again. It you know, uh-huh. it comes around in another way. Wow. Energy, <laughs> it just does. I, I don't think so. Energy, I don't think so. You know what the energy's like? You're surfing every day. On the beach. That's Somebody's going like. to steal your fucking shoes. Watch. Me. Oh, yes. Take and that's the it. shoes. I got money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Sorry. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. That's that's my own weird thing. If it, if it is a big score, then I'm taking if it. If it's yeah. a big one? Yeah. I always say, and I'm not saying like Starbucks steals or anything, mm-hmm. but, when, you know, especially in like with specialty coffee yes. shops. Yes. Like, man, if I were to be caught like at a Starbucks and like Chewy found out or something, oh. I, it's like, what the, you know, I, I don't get... That I'm, I'm in the same boat with that. It's like, look, dude, if if like somebody came at you and said, "Hey, man, we really like your product. We're gonna give you billions of dollars, and we're just gonna make it big," uh-huh. you're not gonna say no. I'm no. not gonna say no. No, I know, I know. That's that really uh, is the. Yeah, you're gonna say yeah. That's a lot of money. You're gonna say yes. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's not the same as like stealing, um, but I, I think kind of similar in a way that that like 
you know, especially with like craft and and you kind of you're the underdog. You kind of mm-hmm. always go against against the grain and and you know like fuck the corporate and this and that. But yeah. if they offered you a check, man, I mean, I would take it. But I got okay. zero spine. You know, like I got just I'm ready to freaking just <laughs> yeah. sell out and sell do out, anything. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. You know, he's... Yeah, I got twenty dollars. Right. Uh huh. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Down, super down. That's like one tequila shot at Dodger Stadium. Taking it, taking <laughs> it. Yeah, plus hot dogs. Dude. Yeah, doing it. There you go. One hot dog at Costco. <laughs> oh, dude, I th- we've been on here for an hour chilling in the sun. Oh, shit. It's beautiful, wow. man. That's, I know. It went really by nice fast. Day. It went by fast. A little so. warm, but it's nice. So how do people get a hold of you? We're at the near. We're at the end of the episode. How do people get a hold of you? And, and well, then how can they hire you for this for for your services, man? On, you're super respectful and and, and top notch. I appreciate it, man. Uh, on our website, that's kind of the best way to go. Um, our it's a mobar dot company. So okay. just mobar dot company. Um, we're on Instagram. That's that's kind of our biggest hitter. That's the one I, I kind of spend most time on. Yeah. And that's just uh, mobar co. Hmm. Uh, so you can find us there too. Uh, I'm gonna be getting the Facebook page back up. Um, we're on Yelp too. Oh shit! So all that stuff. Check it out. Thank you, man. Awesome, it. man. Well, thank you for coming on, spending your Friday out here. I appreciate you know, your talking. time, dude. Yeah. Well, it's been great, man. Thank you for Likewise. coming on. Uh, that's it for another episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. All the information's on the uh, on the page. Uh, check out the Instagram for more shit. Thank Peace. You. Thank you.